they, you know, they can blame it on the economy. They can blame it on, well, you know, I had that one job or two jobs that just didn't go so well. They can name all these excuses, but they don't actually know why they failed. This is the Contractor Files Podcast. Your hosts, Ethan McNeil and Trent Keith, take a deep dive into the construction and remodeling industry to uncover keys to success and pitfalls to avoid. Welcome to our sixth episode. It's only been six. It's number six. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the main differences between a company that will fail and one that will last. I'm Ethan. And I'm Trent. Yeah. (laughs) And Uh, which one do you want to be? The lasting business yes. or the failing business? I thought you were going to say which one do you want to be, Ethan or Trent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have yeah. to say neither. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you, yeah, if you have to choose between a failing business and one that will last, I'd say most people are going to say one that will last. But we might have a few that are trying to run their business into the ground. We could give them some tips. There you go. Oh, could we? <laughs> well, I know what not to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, you wanna you wanna start? Okay, main difference between a company that will fail and one that will last. Um, I think, and this may be like you feel like, well, you can put that into anything, but I think the difference to start with is the character of the person who's starting the business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you start a business just because you want to be wealthy, yep. then do something else. Yes. yes. <laughs> I would say. Yep. Um, because construction business is a customer service. Yes. It's like you're helping people. It is. So if you're not in it to help people, to make uh-huh. their lives better, make them uh, pleased with the overall product that you're providing, mm-hmm. then I would say do something else. Yes. So um, start with your own character. If, Make sure that you're in it for the right reasons. Yep. Yeah. We should have compared notes because I think I had that one that written down too, only a little different. But Did you? Um, your goal, what is your goal in owning this business? Which is exactly what you're saying. If your goal is to get rich, and um, not that that's a bad thing. We want you guys to get rich as you own your business, but that's a byproduct of first serving people and being passionate about the work you do, doing yes. a good job, making people um, happy, and um, my my dad owned a business for uh, I don't know how many years, but he was in the in the printer and copier business, and uh, his his philosophy was always um, you serve people first, and the money will follow. And I know that that's actually a, a good principle, but a lot of people, a lot of successful businesses go by and um, it's it can be the same for you yeah if you want to be successful uh, serve the people first be a good be a be a business that's worth the money yes. and you'll you'll uh, you'll succeed for sure probably there's some <laughs> other little things there but <laughs> a lot of other little things yeah but the main goal <laughs> what's your next one? Oh, uh, go ahead okay well again kind of tying into that is um, quality of work. Your quality of work matters. And if you do not do a good job, I guarantee you, you will not last long. 
And if you do a good job, you will have a long-lasting company as long as everything else works out. <laughs> you have a much better shot at being a long-lasting company if you do a good job. And that's not hard to implement. That I mean, you can have quality checks on your crews. You can um, make sure you have a high standard. I mean, it's really, it's a company... Um, it's a company, what am I trying to say, philosophy, company, atmosphere, um, that you as the owner can set. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's basically the difference between when you are faced with this problem and the customer doesn't, isn't going to know one way or the other, you always do what you would want done in your own house. Yes. You don't cut corners. And as long as you instill that as a company on all your crews and everything you do, um, you, will, you will last long. Yes, that's right. I think, you know, you was kind of alluding to like your company motto is mm -hmm. to do things the way you would want them done. Yep. And that's a key in everything. It doesn't matter if you're billing. It doesn't matter if you're doing the job. It doesn't matter if you're estimating. Yep. Whatever it is, you do it all in the way that you would want yes. people to take care of you. Yep. And uh, it will begin to snowball. It, it will. begin to grow. Yep. Um, and I think uh, one of the major uh, keys, well, there's a lot of things, like we're saying, you know, you go a lot of different ways with that. But uh, if you keep that um, in the forefront of your mind, mm -hmm. that that's the whole goal is to do your jobs the way they need to have character in them, um, be particular mm -hmm. and uh, communicate well with your customers. Yep. Then um, you're going to be one of those companies that survive because people are going to realize that you're in it to help them. Yes. And you're going to be a benefit to them just yep. like they're a benefit to you by giving you the work yes. in the first place. Yep. So it goes both ways. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, then don't do it. Find something else that you enjoy doing. If you wake up every day and you're irritated with the people you're doing work for, then that's not a good sign. Find something else. You're not gonna do a good job for somebody you're irritated with. That's just not how it works. Uh, so find something else. Go explore, go uh, do something else that's gonna make you um, feel passionate and about and, and happy with what you're doing. Yes. Um, I know a marketing, um, marketing person, teacher, guru person, I don't know what you call them. <laughs> Um, one of the things that, th that they teach in marketing is find the people that you want to serve, the people you want, like you actually enjoy being around. Because yes. if you enjoy the people that you're serving, you'll do a good job. And I think that's the same in this. If you are irritated with every homeowner you come across, then find a different client base to serve. Either change, completely change your industry or or find something else find a different niche that you can focus on <laughs> yeah or change your attitude yeah or change your attitude <laughs> that could also be helpful because <laughs> it could be it doesn't matter what you do yeah that's true yep yep but, 
No, that's for sure. Ethan's uh, right. We see people day in and day out that hate what they do. Mm-hmm. If you do not like what you do, yeah. do something else. Yes. Life's too short to be stuck yep. in something that you do not like to do. Yep. Um, and it, it, what, what it does is it permeates everything you're doing. It does. So if you're miserable, everybody yep. around you is going to be miserable yep. probably. Yes. Not just your employees, but your yes. customers and everybody. So yep. your family when you get home. Yes. <laughs> so make sure that you enjoy what you do. That's right. Doing it. Yeah, maybe maybe ask your spouse. <laughs> and, and do I enjoy what I'm doing? If you can't see your irritation, maybe ask your spouse. Uh, yes. Yep, that's for sure. I think um, another thing that I want to throw in here, and this goes with a lot of different topics also, but a difference between a business that will fail and a business that will succeed is um, being very um, specific in your response time. Mm-hmm. So when you're dealing with people, <laughs> don't make them wait a week before you call them back yep. when they're expecting you to call back tomorrow. Yes. You know, you kind of got to lay out what your plan is mm-hmm. and then follow that out. You know, yes. if, if it's a big estimate and it's going to take you a week to get together, then just explain that up yep. front. It'll take a week, and then at the end of a week, call them back. Yep. Even if you don't have it done, call yes. them back and say, I'm yes. sorry, but I'm getting close. It'll yeah. be a couple more days. Yep. But try to follow and exactly. get them what you tell them yes. what you're going to do. Yeah, because, getting those tied together, if you care about that customer, you'll communicate with them. Mm-hmm. But when you only care about what's going on in your world and all of the chaos, that's another thing. Oh, that drives me nuts is when, when contractors bring their personal life <laughs> and their chaotic personal life into the relationship with the customer. <laughs> but if you only respond when you need something, then the customer is going to pick up on the fact that they don't really care about me. They just want me for my money and that's it. And um, again, if you are serving the customer, you will communicate when you don't need something from them, when you're actually giving them peace of mind or an update or whatever it is you can give them. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I can't tell you how many times I've hired a contracting company to do something (laughs) and they say, we'll start a week from today. So that's next Tuesday or whatever, whatever day it is. You get to that day and you don't hear anything. Next day, you don't hear anything. <laughs> you finally call them. Like, oh, yeah, we're sorry. We're just a couple days behind. We'll yeah. be there tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know, being there a couple days late is not as big of a deal if you communicate on uh, schedule and yes. say, I'm sorry, we're supposed to be there today, yep. but we're going to be there in two days. Or if you can tell them a few days ahead of time. Yep. Whatever that is, it makes such a big oh, difference man. to help your customers yes. know that you're trying to keep their their best interest at heart. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is you might feel really busy now. And we talked about this in another podcast about um, slow times. There, there are times the economy just goes up and down. There's going to be times where you're slow. Mm-hmm. And if you don't communicate in the busy times, you're going to find out that you, you don't have any customers that like you when it's slow. Yes. And that's you're going to fail. That's one of the reasons. That's yeah. in our title. Company that will fail. (laughs) 
we went through seasons with our business where if you just literally called people back and followed through, you would get the job mm-hmm. because they would say, yes. no one else has got back with us. Yep. No one's called us back with an estimate. Yes. And no one's followed through on what they said they would do. Yep. And it didn't matter prices. It didn't matter any yep. of that. It was just a matter of doing what you say. Yeah. We, we recorded a little 15-minute snippet that we didn't probably have a long enough time for to make it into a podcast. I don't know what we'll do with that. <laughs> but we, we basically just went on a rant for 15 minutes about communication because... It is so important, and if you cannot communicate, you, I mean, it's the most basic, most free thing you can do as a contractor, as any business owner, and it will pay off over and over and over and over again. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And there's nothing more frustrating than being a customer with somebody that won't won't communicate. I, um, I know... I have some family members that will remain nameless. They might, if they listen to this podcast, they'll know who they are. <laughs> but they're dealing with a uh, contractor that does not communicate. And uh, he doesn't show up. And they don't know why. They don't know where he is. It'll be three four days. He'll be gone. And then he'll just randomly show up. And I'll tell you what. They, they're not going to refer that guy to, to other people because of what they experience. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's so many people that think, oh, yeah, I'm so busy. My customers love me. But if you don't communicate, you might get to finish their job, but you might, you'll probably never hear from them again, and you'll never work for their friends and family. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and you may do good work. But yep. It doesn't matter exactly. if you're not communicating with yep. the customers. Yep. So um, that is one of yeah. the biggest keys in about every topic that we talk about, I think. Yes. Communication. Yeah. What else uh, you got on your list? Uh, the other thing is organization of your company. And. Um, do we have to do that? <laughs> uh, companies that fail almost always don't know why. They, they were not organized enough. They, you know, they can blame it on the economy. They can blame it on, well, you know, I had that one job or two jobs that just didn't go so well. They can name all these excuses, but they don't actually know why they failed. They don't have hard numbers. They don't know what their profit margins were. They don't know what their hourly rates, what they should be charging. They just kind of pull a number out of thin air. All of these things, they don't know where their schedule's at, where customers, how many customers they worked for, or how many they have in the pipeline. All of these things are basic stuff you should know as a business owner. And the companies that fail usually don't know those things. You know, you bring up a really good point with that. You mentioned pulling a number out of things. Um, I've heard a lot of complaints on contractors over the years that they will tell some, one person, I'm just throwing out a number, but they'll tell one person $500 for a job, and they'll tell someone else $1,000 for the exact same job. I'm telling you, unless you live in a big city, which none of us live in a big city, you cannot change your pricing to just whatever yeah. you feel like. You have to be consistent, and you uh-huh. have to price things out the same for everybody. Yep. Um, just look at it. If 
you had somebody price a job for you and they said it was going to be five hundred dollars and uh-huh. your neighbor said well they told me 250. yeah the exact same thing are you going to use that person yeah no and word gets around real fast and if people can't trust that you're fair and you keep things uh-huh. priced on a, a similar scale for yep. everything then they're not going to yeah. refer you either nope uh and that goes too for um hourly rates um, mm-hmm. If you are not consistent with your hourly rate, um, you you're gonna have troubles. Just like Trent was saying, um, you've got to know what your costs are, what your overhead costs are, and then come up with an hourly rate that makes sense, and and not just pulling it out of oh, you know what? I'd like to make thirty dollars an hour, so let's charge thirty five. Like that, you're not making thirty by the way, <laughs> you charge 35. Um, but you're, you're just guessing and you, you will guess your way into failure. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and then you'll have to guess of why you failed. <laughs> uh, that is true. Yeah. There's, there's so many things, um, that are just little to you as a contractor but mean a lot to the people that mm-hmm. you're working for yep you know and even little things do you like even said if you're not diligent with those little things you can cause yourself to go the wrong direction yes because you think oh i charge this much i should have made so much money and it yes. really doesn't work that way yep you have to have details behind how you do your estimating and all your figuring yep and um and then you live and learn yeah <laughs> That's right. Uh, <clears throat> you got a, a, another point. I have one, but I won't. I don't want to jump over yours. Oh no, I'm I'm still thinking. Go ahead. Okay. And your next well, one. this one kind of just ties in, but um, uh, how does it tie in? It tied in in my mind in? for a second. <laughs> okay. So the other thing is your ability to hire people and delegate. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. So if you are too busy to organize your business, to look at the financials, to do all these things, then you need to hire somebody. You need to be able to delegate um, the, the tasks that you can. I mean, if you, can't, if you don't feel like you can delegate any of the actual construction work that you're doing, maybe you're really small, then hire somebody that can do your book work and tell you, hey, here's where you're at financially, this is what's going on. Um, but you got to hire people if you want to be a successful business. Yeah. You don't have to be an enormous business to be successful. It can be a one, two man show, but you are going to need to bring in people where you are falling short in areas if you are overwhelmed. And that, because that's, that feels like that's one of the biggest excuses that you hear in the constructions, and not just construction, but all small business yeah. owners is that I don't have enough time. If I just had more time, I'd make those Facebook posts or I would run those numbers and figure out what my profit margin is. Well, you're the owner. You can make time, find a way. Pay somebody $15 an hour to to take care of something that you don't need to do anymore. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, and a lot of times, like Ethan said, a lot of times if you're good at doing construction work, Maybe you're not any good at doing the numbers and keeping the books. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, find somebody who is. Yep. Um, if nothing else, you're a tax accountant, maybe yep. willing to work a few hours a week to uh-huh. help you with all those things yep. to where they can get you lined out. 
a lot of times they can tell you a rough idea what the going rate is yes. in your county. They can say, well, we've got 10 other contractors and this is yes. their average rates. You know, yep. So there's a lot of things you can do, even if it's just part-time. If you just hire somebody so many hours a week to fill yes. in those spaces that you're not good at, yep. it'll make all the difference in the world. You, sure. you can see when there is a company, an owner, that knows how to delegate you can see one they're not normally as stressed mm -hmm. as the others <laughs> mm -hmm. and they they get to do the thing they don't have to be a big operation i'm thinking of a couple contractors that i know of that also do farming and somehow they find ways to have a couple guys working for them they're managing a construction and they're out doing farming stuff that they like to do and like you you can tell they're not a huge operation but they know how to delegate the stuff that they don't want to do or don't don't need to do yes. and it's just a huge a huge difference in owners when you see somebody that knows how to delegate and somebody that doesn't yes for sure yeah <clears throat> and going back to what we talked about you know on our last video and if you're not doing a good job and not get continued business, then maybe you need to hire people to do the work. And yeah. you take care yes, of this. That's right. Help yep. grow your business with somebody who's better than you. At yes. <laughs> yep. That's right. Uh, no, that's just a joke. Well, that's true, but that's a joke. Yes. But um, anything that you, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You need to determine what yours are. If you don't know, ask your spouse. Yep. Ask your employees. Yeah. They can tell you what you're good at and what you're yes. not good at. Yeah. Once you figure that out, then figure out how you can hire somebody to fill in those spaces like Ethan said. Yes. And it will make all the difference in the world in stress, yep. um, how smooth your business runs, uh -huh. and how profitable it is. Yes. Your first thought is, well, I'm paying somebody so much an hour. Mm -hmm. How am I going to afford yes. that? Well, you find out real quick that it more than pays for itself oh, yes. to do that kind of thing. Right. There's a, uh, there's a book, I'll, I'll do a plug for him. This is more <laughs> geared towards the software industry, but it's called Buy Back Your Time. And um, it just basically talks about like you as an owner, you are, whether you know it or not, you're, you're making a certain hourly rate. And, and he's got a whole formula in there. But say, say you're bringing to the business $50, $60 an hour. Well, if you are spending your time at $60 an hour, doing something that somebody else could do for $20 an hour even, mm -hmm. then why are you wasting your time? You're costing your business. You need to hire that $20 an hour person so that you can spend your full time on the $60 an hour items that you're worth or you know, you might be worth much more than that. I just as an example. Yeah. So the the logic, it, it seems backwards at first, especially to people who feel tight, but it does make sense so that you would buy your time back so that you can spend it on things that do make more money. Yes, that's for sure. Yep, definitely. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm about out of things. Do you have yeah. on your list? No, I mean, um, people, uh, one more thing. The main difference between a company that will fail and one that will last, one that will last listens to this podcast. Now that's the best. And the one ones that will fail, well, we can't guarantee it, but they probably didn't ever hear of us. <laughs> that should have been number one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. 
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'm Trent Keith. And what else do we offer, Ethan? Have you told yeah, them Yeah, I don't remember if we told them in this podcast. It isn't. Okay, all right. Well, the, you can go to our website, um, thecontractorfiles.com. We have an area where you can contact us. Leave us questions. We love to answer questions. Um, we also have a Get Help tab. So if you're a construction business and you are... Um, in desperate need of some help, we will sell you our services. <laughs> we will Not come. Help. No, no, <laughs> no. We will help you with your business. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah um, so that's on there, and uh, we also have some exciting stuff that we'll be releasing in 2024. We have um, an estimating program that we have been working on for couple of years now yes. so um, excited about that and yes and that's a big one I mean mm-hmm. um, once that comes out we were in business for over 20 years like we was talking mm-hmm. about and the reason we developed this is because there is not an estimating software that is either not extremely expensive mm-hmm. or extremely difficult to use. yes Yep. So that's why we created this yes. and everyone will be excited to see yes that. yep so stay tuned and also subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel, however you like to listen, and um, be sure to just keep on listening. We like talking. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. To ask us any questions that might get answered in our next podcasts, please visit our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Have a great rest of your day.